aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. 10 4. Nice night. We'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Brad Kozlowski, career win number 30 from here tonight at the Kansas Speedway. That was like a checkered flag. Good job, man. Nice work, guys. We never give up. Up front, it is David Reagan. I never really campaigned to be voted in. If I can't race my way in or win one of the open races, I want to go home and, and, and hang out in my misery. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew with you as we have a great show today for you in preparation for All-Star Weekend coming up at the end of the week at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Before we get to that, we'll discuss how Brad Keselowski took it to him at Kansas over the weekend in the Digital Ally 400. And to help us do that, we'll tap into the best in-car sound on MRN's Backtracks. MRN's Dave Moody is going to go face-to-face with 2017 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series champion Martin Truex Jr., Dave is also going to join Alex and me for a discussion about the NASCAR Hall of Fame voting process. That will be happening this week, and we indeed will find out the, the drivers, the personalities, and the folks who will be inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame this coming week. We'll also preview the All-Star Race from the competition side and also look back at the greatest moments in All-Star Race's history. Pete Pistoni is going to chat with Joey Logano's championship-winning crew chief, Todd Gordon. Plus, we've got this week in NASCAR history and a whole lot more. But to get us started, we tap into the latest in social media and find out what's trending with our Kim Coon. Kim? Thanks, Mike. Daniel Hemrick has kicked off his all-star fan vote campaign by releasing a video on Twitter where he visited his hometown of Kannapolis. He went door-to-door and gave people flyers. This was brought on by his campaign manager, Tyler Reddick. Here's a piece of that. I'm trying to get into the all-star. Okay. All-star event at Charlotte Murder Speedway next week. I'm a man of the people myself here from Kannapolis, North Carolina. Cool. So trying to get all of our troops to, to rally together to give me the, the, the fan vote. Um, all the votes count. So looks like you've got a lot of ties to this place just like me. So hopefully you can pass this around. I will. Tell your family, your friends. Hemrick is in the top 10 currently, so he's got a shot at winning the fan vote. And later tonight on NASCAR Live, we'll hear from other drivers in their campaign speeches ahead of Saturday night's All-Star Race. By the way, Reddick had a nice run this past weekend in the Cup Series, the first top 10 of his career. 
Moving on, Kyle Busch was very vocal on MRN's backtracks this weekend as some of his in-car soundbites got a little bit colorful. <laughs> Speaking of colors, he was among a few drivers who unveiled what colors they will be racing at Charlotte in the Coke 600 next week. Kyle Busch will drive a red, white, and blue M&M scheme carrying the name of fallen American soldier Dale Russell Griffin. Kyle unveiled the car this past week at the Hall of Fame and invited Sergeant Griffin's parents. To have the opportunity to carry a, a fallen member's name on our race car is, um, you know, the ultimate honor, really. And to be able to meet those families and be able to spend time with those families and to have the opportunity to, to get their story and to know more about them and to hear exactly, um, you know, who we're, who we're honoring and, and what we're honoring is what means so much to, to me and, and the rest of the field, I'm sure. Very cool, and that scheme looks very sharp. Kyle is the defending winner of the Coke 600, so the Griffin family has a great shot to be standing in victory lane at the end of those 600 miles. Jimmy Johnson also unveiled his paint scheme for the Coke 600 this week. It's just such an honor. Um, you know, in times like this, you put it all in perspective, and you meet family that's associated to the fallen and, uh, and imagine what they're going through and have been through. Then um, and you look through our industry and you see week in and week out the commitment that we all have to the armed forces and the recognition that's given. And then it all comes together for Memorial Day weekend and our sport just does an amazing job of, of uh, being active and involved. So I'm, I'm one of you know 40 lucky drivers to get to carry a name on the car and to honor that fallen soldier and look forward to a great performance. We'll be sure to update you on additional Coke 600 paint schemes as they are released next week. MRN has coverage of everything this weekend from Charlotte, starting with the Gander Trucks practice kicking off the weekend Friday on MRN.com. We'll also have practice and quality coverage of the Cup Series and, of course, the Gander Outdoors Truck Race Friday night. And on Saturday, the running of the Open, qualifying, and the 2019 All-Star Race. Our coverage begins at 5.30 p.m. Saturday. I'm Kim Kuhn. You can follow us on social media at MRN Radio. And for more on the latest news in NASCAR, visit MRN.com. Thank you, Kimmy. Coming up on NASCAR Live, MRN's backtracks from the digital Ally 400 in Kansas this past week. Plus, later we'll hear from Martin Truex Jr. He's our In the Zone Driver of the Week, presented by AutoZone. Seeing your check engine light come on can be seriously frustrating, but the cause isn't always something serious. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you troubleshoot the likely cause. Get in the zone, AutoZone. The weather is heating up, and it's time to make sure your battery is ready. At AutoZone, we have the free services you need to do it right. Car not starting? The solution starts at America's number one battery destination. We'll test your battery for free and help you figure out the real issue, so you don't buy what you don't need. Getting the job done just got easier. Let us help you at more than 5,600 locations nationwide. Restrictions and details in store. The MPD Group Incorporated Car Care Track, 12 months in December 2018. Welcome back to Sports View. Today's topic, who deserves to win big this season? My two cents, good drivers. I mean, that's why there's Snapshot from Progressive. Let's go to Rick for some confusing metaphors. Look, if you put a classically trained cellist in a garage band and you tell him to play for Layman Young, I guarantee you, the meat on that burrito ain't gonna light the candle. Thanks for clarifying, Rick. If you're a good driver, there's no other way to say it. You deserve discounts with Snapshot. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. MRN's Backtracks is next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. 
Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina is redefining the drive through coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is fast, friendly, and delicious. Quality drinks and unmatched customer service is the name of the game. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature lattes and mochas, custom flavor-infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. Over 25 flavors, there's something for everyone. Visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Open daily from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. MRN's Classic Races. Labonte gets crossed up. Labonte goes around. Dale Earnhardt now watches Labonte spun across the line and got the win. Spanning 50 years of NASCAR racing. Barney Hall. There's a beautiful afternoon here in Daytona Beach, and the action will be fast and furious. Legendary voices. Legendary races. Daryl Simply, what happened? I just hope he chokes on that 200000 That's all I can tell you. MRN's Classic Races. Available on MRN.com, iTunes, and your favorite podcast provider. He did, he did touch. No, he knocked the hell out of me. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thanks so much for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. It was a wild affair this past Saturday night in the digital Ally 400 in Kansas. Four and five wide racing led to an exciting finish. Here's how it sounded on this week's MRN Backtracks. Green flag goes in the air, and the digital Ally 400 at the Kansas Speedway is underway. Kevin Harvick's got her in the wind right now, but Dave, the fight for seconds beginning to heat up. It is indeed. Clint Boyer just uh, does away with one of the lap machines off turn number two. He'll drive under resources. Yeah, copy that. He almost wrecked it two behind you. They're about five, man. Six marks there. Need eight more good ones. One driver that came in was William Byron. They took on two right side tires. Little problem on the right side. The jack got hung up on him as he pulled away. Go, go, go. Stop, stop, stop. Hey, go, go, go. Outside, clear one. Clear, clear, clear. Clear up, clear up. Penalty for removing equipment. What is that one again? Tail end of field. You gotta pick up this battle, Dave. We have been watching Kyle Busch literally racing anybody and everybody on the track. He's got his hands full right now, Jeff. He had that check up in turn four that cost him a handful of spots. I can just kill that mother. Holy what is that? Seven spots? Eight? Yeah! Kevin Harvick is the race leader. His advantage over second place Chase Elliott is at 1.6 seconds. Still just too loose. At the front of the field, Chase Elliott, Mike Bagley has just gotten by Kevin Harvick. Yeah, he makes the pass around the outside. He goes. Here's Harvick now back to the bottom, racing for that position. This is for the lead here in Kansas. I mean, I don't know what happened, but it's out of control in the back and shoving the front. Therefore, make sure that red switch is off. It's been off. Back said everybody saying they're spinning out after green flag stops here. That might be some of it. Doing good, though. Alex Bowman sweeps to the outside of Kevin Harvick. He will take the lead away. Denhouse will take second. Harvick is off the pace. Kevin Harvick falling back on the back straightaway. I think I got a fly right front. Be sure. That's going down. There's oil on the track, but I don't think so. They're talking about something over there. They were just asking about turn two. There is a penalty. Kyle Busch has been penalized. Passed through too many boxes on entry to his pit stall. They got it. Driving through too many boxes on entry. <laughs> I swear, anytime you say anything, you get your and hand it to you. But yet, others do it, and it ain't for them. Damn sure drove through four boxes coming in. Jimmy Johnson still pulls down three wide down there, and we're going to wave off the restart again. Jimmy Johnson is still disputing where he feels like he needs to be lined up out on the racetrack. So NASCAR officials 
put the, the caution flag back out, those Wheeling Engineering amber and white lights on top of that white and black Toyota Camry pace car go back on, and NASCAR, whether they're running thin on patience right, not, uh, right now or not, that remains to be seen, but Jimmy Johnson's the one that's holding things up right now. He and his race team feel like they are not being positioned where they think they should be. Man. You guys got a race held on there or something, man. There's, there's no way we should be behind the 19. 19 won't even pass me. Make sure you're double file, close to 19. I know, we should be the car behind the 20. Whatever that is. We just pulled it up on the SMT. We got it right here. We tell us what to do, Kevin. We're back behind the 19 and something, but we're in marked at 12. Uh, we're taking off, man. This whoever's calling this race a hit. For the back four wide, leaning on one another, Kyle Busch, Eric Jones, Chase Elliott, going at it for position number three. Defenders are getting used. Oh, Kyle Busch gets nailed. He's got a tire rub on the one side of that car. You got to be kidding me, man. When I come down for a damn tire rub, we got to fix it. I got to come back again. It ain't going to make it. Just hang on a second, bud. We've already this whole day up. Let's wait and see here. Tony, you gonna be on my side with this? Yeah, it's bad still. Then tell me which corner it is. Left rear. I mean, it's a 15 out of a 10. It's really bad. Saving the very best for the very last. Off four, final time. Brad Keselowski, career win number 30, comes here tonight at the Kansas Speedway. That was fucking second flag. Good job, man. Nice work, guys. Way to never give up. Great job. Everyone's off behind you. Good job. Hey, that was a lot of work tonight. Four, but I'm proud of you. Thank you. That was MRN's Backtracks, featuring the best sound from the digital Ally 400 this past Saturday night at Kansas. Coming up, MRN's Dave Moody is going to go face-to-face -face with 2017 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series champion Martin Truex Jr. He's our In the Zone Driver of the Week, presented by AutoZone. Seeing your check engine light come on can be seriously frustrating, but the cause isn't always something serious. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you troubleshoot the likely cause. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Wheelin designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelin product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelin is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Looking towards the weekend? Aren't Thursdays a drag? Hours too. Get your weekly dose of nitro-fueled NHRA talk every Thursday on the Straight Line, presented by O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is Ralph Shaheen. Join Doug Herbert and myself as we talk with the biggest names, both past and present, to ever stomp down on the loud pedal. Top fuel, funny car, pro stock, motorcycles, you name it, we talk about it. Don't miss the Straight Line, Thursdays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever your favorite podcasts are heard. Congratulations to Brad Keselowski and his pit crew for the win in Kansas Saturday night. They are the wheel entrusted to perform pit crew of the week. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. 
here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Check out MRN.com for a new podcast series called The Tough Trucks of NASCAR. 25 years and still trucking. We'll take you back to some great races. Benson to the bottom of the racetrack. This is the race for the lead and the win at Michigan. And some wild moments. One truck is in the air. Matt Crafton upside down. And we'll let you hear the stories behind them. He was too bullheaded to let me pass him, and I was too bullheaded to let him have it. Download the show for free on iTunes and at MRN.com. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. If you've tuned in this past Saturday to MRN's coverage of NASCAR Live Race Day ahead of the Digital Ally 400, you may have heard a piece that Dave Moody did with Martin Truex Jr. about the transition to Joe Gibbs Racing and how it's finally paying off with some early season success. If you didn't catch it, you're in luck. We have the full version of that conversation right now. Well, isn't it amazing how a little three-week run can change the look of an entire season? Two wins in the last three weeks. Checkered flag in the air, and Martin Trex Jr. wins the 50th annual Gander RV 400 at Dover. Feels good, yeah. It's been a good couple weeks for us, you know. Talladega is Talladega, so we kind of you know, don't really worry too much about that one. But uh, feeling good about things, and uh, you know, looking forward to hopefully trying to just continue the momentum. You've been around this game for a long time. You know how it works. Does it cease to amaze you ever that, you know, you, you have six weeks without a win and all of a sudden you're, you're, you're in trouble and, and there's panic and, oh, my God, and then you win two out of three and you're crowned the champion? It's kind of crazy how that works. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought we had a pretty decent start to the season, you know, with all the changes that we've been through, not only car-wise, but just team and you know, new team and all those things. And we'd run second a few times and been really close. Felt like we had, you know, winning speed. In a handful of races, and everybody's counting you out, and then you win two. Like you said, you win, you know, two out of three, and, and all of a sudden they put you in the final four. So, it's um, those are the things you know. You in this sport, you can't get too high on the highs, too low on the lows. As a team, we got to kind of have that even keel, stay focused on what we're doing. No matter how good we were last week, it doesn't do anything for us this week. We got to make sure we keep our head down and keep working hard. So, um, that's kind of the the focus in the garage, and we just let everybody talk the talk, and we we try to walk the walk. <laughs> Do you hear it or do you just ignore it? I just laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is, you got to, you know. I mean, it's fun to read all that stuff. But at the end of the day, the, the only thing that matters is what we do on the racetrack and what we feel like we're capable of. And are we happy with the job we're doing or we're not? If we're not winning, I promise you we're not happy. But there is times when you can look and take the silver lining out of things and make that take you forward a little bit. Does having a decade of ch- and change of experience in this game help too? Because there there have been times in their in your career where you've been sky high, and there have been times in this in your career where you you've been about as low as you can go as well. Does does having that experience enable you to kind of ride the roller coaster and not get all all that upset about it? I think yeah, certainly is a big part of it. You know, I mean, I went through a lot throughout my career, been through a lot of things. It's definitely a lot easier now than it was when you're a young guy and you don't have wins, and you don't have the things that you want to get in the sport already it's it hurts a lot more or you just i guess you kind of you dwell on it longer and it seems to affect your performance more you know this day and age i've been doing this long enough we have a bad week like it's like okay you know we'll, we'll regroup it's over we'll move on we'll try to figure out what we did wrong try to fix it 
and move forward. And um, you know, usually Sunday nights, you know, after a bad race is only it's probably only bad for a few hours. <laughs> you know, when you're a young guy, it's probably bad for till about Thursday or Friday when you get back to the track. So uh, definitely a big part of it, I think. Checkered flag in the air, and Martin Truex Jr. wins the Toyota Owners 400 at Richmond Raceway. Life off the racetrack continues as well. Catwalk for a cause coming up here in the next few days. So will you be spending a significant portion of the next week on a ladder, hanging crate paper and doing all that kind of stuff? Um, probably not. We, we have people. <laughs> but uh, really, really excited about it. Looking forward. You know, Tuesday we'll go, we'll go through all the rehearsal and, um, and, and get, get everybody ready. So uh, it's going to be it's a huge week for us. Um, we're sold out. So everything is everything's on tap to be, uh, be another great event. Our 10th anniversary this year. And um, I think it's going to be an amazing show. Everybody's really excited and hopefully uh, everybody enjoys it seems like every year it gets a little bigger and and every year a month in advance you say we're sold out it seems like you could double the place double the size and still sell out at this well we're working towards that it's hard to find a place big enough um to do it you know in the area we want to do it in so we just try to take it one step at a time we don't want to get too big for ourselves and uh, make sure we can handle what we've got coming in and that's why we just kind of make we bump it up i feel like a little bit each year just to make sure we give them the, you know, the, the paying folks the experience they, they expect you don't want to try to go blow it out twice as big one year and every, everybody disappointed it doesn't do us any good so uh everybody i think has approached it the right way and um like i said it's things are looking good and we're getting ready here we go it's going to happen quick everybody has their dreams growing up some achieve them some don't i don't know that any of us ever dream of having our name on a hospital or, or a wing of a hospital. I think that's probably way over the top of what most people even think about, and yet here you are. Yeah, I mean, those are things you definitely don't think about, but it's such a humbling thing, and um, it's something we're so proud of, you know, to be able to raise the money to, to do those great projects, um, Novant in, in Huntersville, uh, and also, you know, the Integrative Clinic in Charlotte. There's going to be things coming into Charlotte that, that are not at all done in the, in the area. Um, and so many exciting things that we've been able to do. I mean, people are going to get help that they've never been able to get, and they're not going to have to pay for it. I mean, you think about those things, that the impact that's going to be able to make on people's lives, and that's because of Sherry and what she's been through and um, just what she's learned and, and, and willing to help you know people and is so passionate about that. So we're excited about that. And, uh, you know, the, the Children's Emergency Unit in, in Huntersville is something that's really important to me. You know, all of our team, you know, you think about where Joe Gibbs Racing is now. It's right down the street. And they all have kids. All our team guys have kids, you know. And, and the one in New Jersey we did years and years ago with my hometown. You know, my, all my family's kids go there. So those are things that they're irreplaceable. You know, those are, those are things that, you know, you remember longer that are probably mean more than winning races and, and championships. That was Martin Truex Jr. with Dave Moody. Truex is the In The Zone Driver of the Week, presented by AutoZone. Coming up, we'll preview the Monster Energy All-Star Race with Kyle Rickey, plus chat with Joey Logano's crew chief, Todd Gordon. From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. 
Hey guys, Corley Joy. Join me and my friends, Lauren Fox and Daryl Ma on the Sunday Money Podcast. As we talk racing. What happened in California? Like what is uh, you know like, Yeah, they all sat in a pit road waiting for one guy to be the sacrificial lamb and none of, nobody wanted to do it. And just life. Did you fall in love on TV? No, definitely not. I could not. Plus, you never know who might stop by. Young Ryan Blaine is here with something in his hand. I brought you our script because you guys are like our show, so. It's Sunday Money on MRN.com, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. We'll preview the All-Star Race and chat with Todd Gordon next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. NASCAR Coast to Coast on MRN.com and Motor Racing Network's Facebook. Join me, Kyle Rickey, and Hannah Newhouse as we talk with the next generation of NASCAR stars and established local and regional racers each Wednesday at 1 Eastern time. Or subscribe, download, and listen on your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast. Grassroots NASCAR racing from the Motor Racing Network. You hear it every week. Just want to thank the whole team and uh, all our guys back in Denver. Everybody supports this team. They're the unsung heroes of NASCAR, and their life is the pitch. This is Rocco Williams, and for 10 years, I've jacked up some of the biggest names in auto racing, and now I'm jacked to bring it all down to street level and acquaint you with the guys behind the wall and back at the shop. Join me on MRN Crew Call, presented by Money Lions, every Wednesday on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are found. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. This week in Charlotte, the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series will race in one of the best all-star events in all the sports, the Monster Energy NASCAR All-Star Race. Here to preview that event is NASCAR Today Midday's Kyle Rickey. The race is on for a million bucks as the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series comes home to North Carolina for the 30th annual All-Star Race. This is the first All-Star Race for Eric Jones, and he's counting down the days for his shot at the money. My first year, I didn't get to run it. I missed it the last two years, so it's nice to actually be in it this year and uh, have a shot to race for it. I'm excited about that. I've been sitting on my couch back home watching it, so uh, it's great. I mean, I, I love this month coming up, just being at home for a couple of weeks and uh, not having to get on a plane and travel. You get a lot of friends and family that come and stay in town, and that's always fun. And then, uh, I mean, yeah, a million bucks. Who doesn't want to win that? So uh, it's, it's a great race. You know, you look at the history of it, and some of the shows that have been put on at that race, and it's something that I think we all look forward to as a driver having an opportunity to go and, uh, and compete in. Reigning champion Joey Logano says the all-star race is go big or go home. The strategy for the all-star race is always uh, all or nothing, right? Get a million bucks on the line. That's all that matters. I don't know who finished second there last year. So you go for it. You got nothing to lose, right? You have, you have no points. You have no, it's such a fun race for that reason because if something happens, you go, oh, well, and you move on to the next one. You don't have the the penalty that comes with it with not having the points that you that uh, you lost. So, um, yeah, you go for it. It's For me, it's one of the most fun races, maybe the most fun race of the year for, for me. I really enjoy it because uh, everyone's so aggressive. Everybody's the same way. You know, everyone has the same mentality. They hang that uh, million-dollar carrot out in front of you, and we all... We all uh, kick it up a notch, and that's pretty fun. Senior Vice President of Competition for NASCAR, Scott Miller, says this is the race where NASCAR can try new things and experiment with ideas for the future, since there's no points on the line. We've got to pool our resources and come up with solutions that 
are viable of trying and, and experimenting with. We, we, we feel like both of these are a good element. Do we expect them to dramatically, you know, change the appearance of the race or anything like that? Probably not, but we do expect that as we move forward, there'll be things that help the cars drive better in traffic and, again, create efficiencies through better cooling and kind of decoupling the cooling and the, the aerodynamic effects. Doug Yates of Roush Yates Engines explains what NASCAR is experimenting with and their goal with some of the ideas being put to the race car. What NASCAR is trying to do with the All-Star Race is use it to try new things, looking ahead. Like you said, the Gen 7 car, what does a future car in NASCAR looks like? Kind of exciting. So what they're trying to do on the engine side is to take the air from the radiator and oil cooler and exit it over the hood. And the reason for that is to try to get that hot air out from underneath the hood to lower the dependence on putting tape on the front of the cars mm -hmm. and run the engines hotter. So today, really, a lot about this racing is how much tape you can put on the front of the car. You see it during the race. Mm -hmm. You see it during the pit stops. And that just increases engine temperature and decreases engine life. You know, it's all about aerodynamics. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a really critical driver. I mean, we hear it every single week. But the more tape you can put on the front of the car, the lower the drag, the more downforce and the faster the car goes. So as an engine guy, a lot of our world is not about just making power anymore. It's about how hot can we run the engine. And that's the demand from the teams. And it's a fine line because the hotter you run it, the lower output, you know, it forces you to do some different things on the design of the engine. Mm -hmm. So what NASCAR is trying to do is to, to reduce the reliance of tape on the front of the cars. That's what we'll do Saturday night at the All-Star Race. We'll see if it works. That's Kyle Ricky with NASCAR's and the driver's perspective on the rules package and what they think it will produce Saturday night in Charlotte. So what does a crew chief think? Here's MRN.com's Pete Bastoni with Joey Logano's crew chief, Todd Gordon. For this year's All-Star Race, you're going to have a variation of what might be used in 2021 for the Gen 7 car. What are your thoughts about that, Todd? Yeah, well, it's our race is, uh, you know, I think uh, the directions try to get uh, try to get the, the air that we use for cooling. We've always put tape on the noses of these things because it makes them more aerodynamically efficient because that air that goes through the radiator ends up dumped under the car. Uh, so I think part of, the, part of the process here is to get that dumped up on top of the car where it still makes downforce for us. Uh, which I, I don't know if it truly will, but it may lead us not to put so much tape and run the motor so hot. Um, other part with the splitter being the way it is, it uh, you know trying to make that more efficient on how, how it makes front downforce and that we don't drag the splitter off. You've got sides that are lower than the center is. So um, be interesting to see how it races and, and see what happens. And uh, I think there'll be a lot of data there that NASCAR can look back at as they... Uh, that's one of the things I think that NASCAR's done a good job with, with the All-Star Race because it's not a points race. It gives them an opportunity to kind of to look at some things in true race scenarios. And, and that puts us out where the drivers want to race as hard as they can. So we'll, we'll get a, a glimpse of how it races and they'll have data to look back at and, and kind of formulate their, their process for where they go forward. Talk to Joey about this and he said, it's just fun and I can win a million dollars. What about from the crew chief perspective, that kind of perspective? Yeah, it used to be it used to be a race. You know, when you look at the All Star Race in the past, if you go back about four years, it it was a race that you really used to kind of set yourself up for the 600 because because it is a non points race. You know, it's uh, ultimately yeah, it's a million dollar race. It's it's high intensity. It's it's cool. The format's awesome, um, but for the grand scheme of things of what we're trying to accomplish, which is winning championships, uh, it doesn't impact that. So you you used to take it for that. Um, the package is, you know, has been so different the last couple of years. I think NASCAR has done a good job of, of, of letting it be a glimpse of what the future is. And it gives us a data point. You know, it's, it's something you want to be successful with because it's a data point of how we're going to work race forward and, and gives us a glimpse of what, what we need to work on uh, for the package as it comes forward. 
That was reigning Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series Championship winning crew chief Todd Gordon and our Pete Pistoni looking ahead to Saturday night's All-Star Race. Coming up, the All-Star Race continues to produce moments. We'll dive back into the MRN archives and relive those in just a moment. G'day, America. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right. Outback Delivery is here. Now you can enjoy all your Outback favourites anywhere. Our signature centre-cut sirloin at home. It's here. Or game-day party platters with kookaburra wings that'll have both teams cheering. It's here. Or steak and lobster for a date night at home. It's here. Head over to Outback.com and place your orders because Outback delivery is here. Outback Steakhouse. Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. Winged Nation with Steve Post, Aaron Evernham, and Ashley Stremme. Your destination for all things winged sprint cars. Each Saturday at 8.30 and 11.30 a.m. on MAV-TV. Live at noon on wingednation.com and Facebook Live. Join us for in-depth conversations with drivers and personalities that make up the greatest dirt racing on earth. The Winged Nation Preview Podcast each Thursday previews the upcoming weekend. Winged Nation, winged sprint car talk covering dirt tracks all across America. We'll look back at the greatest moments in all-star racing history next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The 1993 Cup Series season had more than its fair share of twists and turns. Checkered flags waving. I look in my mirror, and here's Earnhardt right on my tail, and he goes down low to pass me. And I said, oh, no, you don't. As Wallace spins, Wallace's car goes on its nose. Here's stories that you've never heard before in a 10-part series called The 1993 Season, 25 Years Later. And Davey was behind me, and we came off the corner, and there's a guy standing in the middle of the racetrack. You can download it for free on iTunes and at MRN.com right now. Now. 2019 is the Motor Racing Network's 50th year, and things are about to get a lot louder. I'm Woody Kane. The NASCAR season is revving its engine, and MRN's two biggest loudspeakers are back. When race spotter Joey Meyer and I bring you the latest news, results, and headlines every Monday on MRN Out Loud. Crank it up Mondays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are heard. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live on this All-Star Race Week. We mentioned it before the break. NASCAR's exhibition race has created some huge moments in sports history. That exhibition race is the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series All-Star Race. Here's a look back at some of those moments with the voice of MRN, Fred Armstrong. Since 1985, NASCAR's All-Star Race has kicked off America's biggest month of motorsports competition. Huge moments define different eras of the prestigious event. From 1985 to 2003, the race ran as the Winston, and the first driver to claim the checkers was Darrell Waltrip. In 1986, Bill Elliott would be the class of the field. As Bill Elliott brings it out of turn number four and down to the finish line and these fans come to their feet, Elliott will win his first race in 1986 as he has won the second annual Winston. But the following year in 87, fans witnessed the infamous and somewhat debatable pass in the grass. Good afternoon, everyone. Today, the Charlotte Motor Speedway will host the Winston and the Winston Open. Both have a special appeal to the race fan and both put an awful lot of money on the line for the drivers here today. 20 of the world's greatest stock car drivers set to battle for $600,000 next in the Winston. 
two by two. They'll approach the line, and we are under green in the Winston. They come up through the gearbox, take it into turn number one, and Tim Richmond tries to get the lead with authority down in the number one corner. He's not going to be able to do it. Bill Elliott comes battling right back on the low side of the racetrack. The sun glistening off these highly prepared automobiles. Elliott leads off turn two. Physical indeed as Elliott made his move and tagged into Earnhardt. That gave the opening to Tim Richmond. He moves up on the inside of Bill Elliott. Tries to get the spot. Elliott draws back in front. Now Elliott goes after Earnhardt as they come out of turn four. Earnhardt is using every inch of racetrack and Elliott gets together with him. Earnhardt goes off in the grass, brings the car back onto the speedway and keeps it in a straight line and holds on to the lead. Unbelievable. They may not catch Elliott before the checkered flag. In 1985, it was Waltrip. Last year, Elliott, the third running of the Winston. It's Earnhardt. Richard Childers, the car owner. Richard, he did pull it off, but boy, it was wild. I tell you, when a man can bring a car out to grass like he did there, he deserved to win. You know, I'm, a, I'm just proud to be associated with Dale Earnhardt. Two years later, in 1989, Rusty Wallace and D.W. would tangle with some serious cash on the line. Waltrip's car slides up to the top of the groove. Here comes Wallace, pinching it down low. This time he's going to get a fender alongside. They touch. Waltrip is sideways. Wallace drives through. Waltrip spinning to the infield grass. Darrell Waltrip with the brakes locked up, sliding down the front straightaway grass as Rusty Wallace continues on. Here they come out of turn number four. Rusty Wallace ahead by two car lengths, and he is going to win the Winston. We just got tight, run out of room, two laps to go, and I was going for it, and he was he we both ran out of racetrack sorry it happened to him but you know i did everything i could and i brought it home number one but uh fans don't like it and they didn't like what happened in 87. it's just racing 10 laps to go and you look like you got two hundred thousand dollars in your pocket whether it was daryl's fault or whether it was rusty's fault like i said we can't judge the fans can't judge you, you sit here and look at these accidents and you you say well it looked like to me he did so and so but unless you're in that race car and you know what happened well, we don't. Caught up with Darrell Walter. Darrell, simply, what happened? I just hope he chokes on that 200000 That's all I can tell him. Your car was really running good. It looked like he got just a little bit high in turn four. Yeah, that's what happened. But you did, he did touch it. No, he knocked the hell out of me. That's Darrell Walter. Fast forward to 1992. It was one hot night. Kyle pulls down to the bottom. Earnhardt runs him all the way to the bottom of the back straightaway. Dust from Kyle Petty's car as he runs through some of the sand at the crossover gate. Now they touch. Earnhardt's car spins in turn number three. Kyle Petty goes by as Earnhardt spins up to the outside of the track. And here Here's... comes Allison. Davey Allison over the inside of Kyle Petty. They touch here at the stripe. Allison wins. Allison hard into the outside wall. A crushing hit into the outside wall as Davey Allison wins the Winston. He hits the outside retaining wall. Sparks flying from behind the automobile. Kyle Petty, who uh, wound up second. Kyle, a wild finish. So we come back into the garage area and, you know, check on, make sure he's okay. They've taken him to the hospital. Check in with Jim Phillips. And they're going to take Davey Allison from the Speedway. They're going to airlift him out to, to a hospital to get uh, tests, of course, on his condition. But they are going to airlift Davey Allison out. Um, I had to go do some interviews and stuff because it was the first night race and, and one hot night. Uh, and Davey called me from the, from the hospital on Monday. Uh, and we talked about everything, and and at the end of the conversation, he said, "Look, I don't believe I, I don't think I'm going to be able to drive my Xfinity car on Saturday. Do you want to drive the Xfinity car, my Xfinity car for me?" And I and I said, "Shoot, yeah, man, I'll drive it." Davey Allison wins, though is injured to some degree in an accident as soon as the race concluded. Davey and I grew up together, so there were never any hard feelings. That's what has always been. As, as much to me and meant as much to me as, as uh, about everything in that race as Earnhardt and Davey and I, we come down to the last lap, Earnhardt crashes, I run second, Davey crashes. We all are involved in each other's incident, but nobody was ever mad at each other. No cross words were ever spoken. And we just went on and came back to the 600 and ran the race. In 1997, 
The T-Rex showed why it was the most dominant dinosaur. They're off turn two for the final time. Gordon is flawless down the back straightaway. Eases it out to the outside wall. Now tiptoes into turn number three. Drifts down to the bottom of the racetrack. Jeff Gordon glued to the inside groove. Races off turn four. Back to the checkered flag. From the last row on the starting grid to the lead and victory lane, Jeff Gordon wins the 13th running of the Winston 15 car lengths over Bobby Labonte. Also got to thank uh, Rex Stump. We're going to name this car T-Rex because uh, he's the one that, that, that designed this car and everybody over at R&D at Hendrick. This uh, a new design and boy, it sure was awesome tonight. In 2000, Junior went from 10th to first. The fans are going absolutely crazy. Dale Earnhardt Jr. comes to the checkered flag and wins the 2000 running of the Winston. He restarted in 10th position with eight laps to go. And the four fresh tires turned out to be the trick. He stormed through the field, passing Dale Jarrett, coming to the white flag to score the victory. I'll tell you what, he's been impressive all night long. He's made some breathtaking moves inside, outside. He had the car to get it done, but he also had the driver ability to match the equipment he had, and he pulls it off tonight. What are you going to do with that 500000 Probably give it to Pops, let him do. He knows what to do with the money. I just know how to drive, that's all. In 2001, a surprise rain crashed over half the field forcing NASCAR to allow teams to roll out the backup cars. Here they come, down to the line, getting ready to go in the 17th annual Winston. Green flag is in the air. Trouble for Kevin Harvick. His car kicks sideways. He rides up and slams into the outside wall behind him. Jeff Gordon and Jeff Burton get together. They also slam into the wall. Michael Waltrip has a part of this. Trouble already on the opening lap of the Winston. And rain has begun to fall here at the Lowe's Motor Speedway as the pace car has picked up the field and will bring them down on pit road. Kevin Harvick's okay. Kevin, what happened? Well, we just went in down there and, you know, we backed off and went in the corner and the thing just turned sideways and I thought I just lost it, but uh, from the looks of it, I think it was raining. In 2007, the Bush brothers tangled. Holy cow, Kyle Bush! Oh, he's on the apron! He's wrecked it! And he took Kurt with him! Into the wall goes Kyle! Into the wall goes Kurt! In 2009, Tony Stewart stepped into victory lane for the first time as a NASCAR owner. Pulling away and blowing them all out of the water. Tony Stewart for the final time. Down to the inside of the racetrack as he works off turn number four. Tony Stewart has never won an all-star race, and he makes this first victory a very sweet one. His first as a Sprint Cup team owner. He'll win the 25th running of the Sprint all-star race at Charlotte. The Monster Energy NASCAR all-star race never fails to inspire action, drama, and memorable moments. The next moment is yet to unfold in the 2019 edition. Catch it live on Saturday, May 18th, only on the Motor Racing Network. So many great moments in the history of NASCAR's All-Star Race, all heard right here on the Motor Racing Network. Thank you, Fred. Coming up, I'll discuss the NASCAR Hall of Fame voting procedure with MRN's Dave Moody and Alex Hayden, both who are panelists. Stay tuned for that and a whole lot more. The weather is heating up, and it's time to make sure your battery is ready. At AutoZone, we have the free services you need to do it right. Car not starting? The solution starts at America's number one battery destination. We'll test your battery for free and help you figure out the real issue, so you don't buy what you don't need. Getting the job done just got easier. Let us help you at more than 5,600 locations nationwide. Restrictions and details in store. The MPD Group Incorporated Car Care Track, 12 months in name, December 2018. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. 
Hey, are you just gonna stand there and let people not give you credit for being a good driver? You deserve discounts on car insurance, and that's what Snapshot from Progressive is for. So why aren't you signing up? You need music to get pumped? Hit it! Drum solo! Ow, that hurts my fingers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, both of all agents. We'll talk about the NASCAR Hall of Fame voting process next with Dave Moody and Alex Hayden. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Since 1942, Freightliner has been an industry innovator, developing trucks renowned for their dependability and efficiency. Whether your job requires a dump truck, a concrete mixer, or a delivery truck, you can count on Freightliner to maximize your productivity. With a wide range of horsepower and torque rating that meet even the most demanding job conditions. Freightliner trucks are built to build your business. Learn more at Freightliner.com. Freightliner. Work smart. Here's a special message for those of you who owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes. The IRS has special programs in place that could eliminate or reduce your tax debt by thousands of dollars. The IRS is currently accepting reduced settlements and other favorable programs. You may qualify for substantial savings, so get the help you need. Take down the number now for the Federal Tax Management Hotline, 800-242-1706, 800-242-1706. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. So glad you're spending your week with us here on the Motor Racing Network. The week between the All-Star Race and the Coca-Cola 600 means NASCAR Hall of Fame voting day. And two gentlemen that have been and are involved in that process join us now. MRN's Alex Hayden and also MRN's Dave Moody. Gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Hi, Mikey. Hall of Fame voting day. What kind of an electric day is that? Dave, I'll start with you first. My favorite day of the year. The, the debate process and the, and the actual selection is mind-numbing and pain-inducing because it's so difficult to take 20 names and pare it down to five. But when you're all done, those five names get read and, and five people's careers, five people's lives get confirmed. And there's so much joy and so much happiness on that day when the five names are released. It's just a lot of fun. It's a responsibility that nobody in the room takes lightly because, because of what Dave said. We're about to change somebody's life forever, even though they have a storied career already and, and they wouldn't be up for a nomination to get into the NASCAR Hall of Fame if they didn't have those types of careers behind them already. But uh, to, to make it and take it and discuss in great depth all of these individuals and their accomplishments – what they've done on the track, in front of people, but what they've also done behind the scenes that a lot of people may not know about. Chatting with MRN's Dave Moody and Alex Hayden. So that leads me to my next question. So you get up on Hall of Fame voting day, feet hit the floor, shower, get dressed, get in the car, and you go to the Hall of Fame. What happens when you walk in that door until the time the voting process is complete? What is it like in the room? Best part of it is lunch. Because they feed us lunch before we go in, and it's not because you know it's oh. not because you know eating lunch is exciting. And Alex will attest to this because he wandered in last year. I was already there. He wandered in. He's like, "Can I sit with you?" Sure. And we're just we're just sitting there talking, right, getting ready for lunch. Richard Petty, Dale Inman, and Ned Jarrett, if memory serves, walked yes. up and said, "How you doing, boys? Can we sit here?" 
yes, sir. Yes, sir, Mr. Yes, sir, Mr. Petty. Yes, sir, Mr. Chair. Like, would you like us to give up our seats for you? Because we we really don't deserve to sit here. That that's the the best part of the day. And then Ken Squire walked up and wanted to join the the lunch table with us. So, and we take that opportunity to visit, catch up. We all know one another, obviously, just like you do, Mike. And and we take that opportunity to catch up. And then the the discussion quickly goes to. What about this person? Tell me about this person. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm thinking this person here uh, is on my list to, to get a vote here this later this afternoon. But uh, it, it is truly a remarkable experience. And I, I got I to gotta be quite honest with you. It can be a little daunting because certain people in this sport, I mean, when the guy is named the king, when he tells you why he thinks X person needs to be in the Hall of Fame right now, you you got to take that with say, a lot ah, of weight. What does he know? He's only Richard Petty. So right? you got to take that with a lot of weight. Even yeah. if it's not on my list, I have to really stop and reevaluate. So once you get done with your plate, you have dabbed the corners of your mouths, and now you go into the voting room. Yeah. What happens in there? Everybody has an assigned seat in the room. They play uh, some videos of the the candidates, and and then some discussion takes place. They open up the floor, and there's no real set time limit. If you have something to say whether it's for somebody or against somebody or why this person doesn't need to be in right now and can wait another year, potentially two years, whatever the case may be, it's an open mic and it's an open floor. You have the ability to to make your uh, statement and, and make your voice heard. And there's very little against. Uh, I mean, there's, no, there, yeah, yeah. there's nobody on the list of 20 that doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. The closest th- thing we get to negative uh, on any nominee is not yet. Not this year, maybe next year, but not this year because here are the five that I think are more pressing. That's as negative as it gets. And I, I know out there in the general public sometimes you'll get people that'll, that'll go off on a tirade and say, that guy doesn't deserve to be in. There's none of that in the room, though, because, you know, the, like I said, the 20 names on the list all deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. All we're doing is, is deciding what order they go in. So everybody gets up. They make impassioned pleas. They lay everything out in front of you. Is this an electronic process? Is this a pen-to-paper process? There is an accounting firm that is uh, contracted that comes in, is in the room with this, and it's, uh, it's pen-to-paper. And and you have the opportunity to, to make your votes that way. Check your five boxes. That's it. And check your boxes. You seal up your own envelope. Then you sign the back of that seal. The, the next person that actually cracks that seal are the, the accountants that are sitting back there uh, waiting, and they put the, the numbers into the computer, and we hope that there's no ties. Yeah, that's, I was just going to say that. <laughs> Once we voted, everybody congregates in the back of the room. They don't let us leave yet. And everybody congregates in the back of the room. And, say, and of course, we're two, two and a half hours in at this point. Everybody says, please, God, don't let there be a tie. <laughs> and we've had a couple of those over the years. Do and, you go and, back and do the process all over again? Uh, no. That you come back, they come back and they say, these two drivers are tied select one of the two but it's the last thing you want to do because it's just like i said it's excruciatingly difficult to get it down to five and man when they pull you back in for that second vote it's like oh man here we go again so once that's done you wait the announcement that comes up later in the evening what do you do between that point and that announcement you can sit around and just kind of talk general racing in today's racing you can talk about uh, stories and get some jokes told, things like that. It just comes down to the individual. There is no real thing. It's a hurry up and wait, and I think it's more of a nervous wait. Do they sequester you? Like, are you allowed to go out and be yeah, with humanity? Yeah. Yeah. Are you allowed to talk about who you picked? No. 
Well, you can individually well, talk ask about us who you, not to, though, that, to, to divulge a lot. But of we do on. we do sign an affidavit before we even when we sign uh, in for the day. We have to sign a legal affidavit saying we will not discuss anything uh, about what is said inside the room. We go out into the great hall just like everybody else, and and we sit there and we wait. And they announce those five lines, uh, five names, and it's like, well, son of a gun, that's not who I had. Yeah. Or, or son of a gun, I had five out of five. But we don't know until everybody else knows. Gentlemen, thank you for taking us inside the room and inside the process. Yeah. Coming up, we've got our AutoZone commercial free zone brought to you by AutoZone. Seeing your check engine light come on can be seriously frustrating, but the cause isn't always something serious. Free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you troubleshoot the likely cause. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Do you have a car, truck, boat, or other vehicle that's seen better days, but you're not sure what to do with it? Turn your clunker into a chunk of change in support of children's health care initiatives when you donate it to the NASCAR Foundation. It's simple and free. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to have your vehicle towed and auctioned off. You get a tax deduction, and the NASCAR Foundation gets the proceeds. Put your vehicle to good use for the kids by donating it today. Call 844-NASCAR-9 today. That's 844-NASCAR-9. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thanks again for hanging out with us on this week's NASCAR Live. It's time once again to turn back the clock for this week in NASCAR history with Susie Armstrong. Thanks, Mike. This week, we're turning the clock back to 1978. Yvonne Elliman is number one with her one-hit wonder, If I Can't Have You. Peter Falk said, just one more ting. For the final time on NBC's hit show, Columbo, Daredevil Joey Chitwood Jr. broke into the world record books, driving a Chevette 5.6 miles on two wheels. And Cale Yarborough put four tires in the right groove to rocket by Buddy Baker on the final lap, winning the Winston 500 at Talladega Super Speedway. Still no maneuvering by Kale Yarbrough. It's playing nose to tail right now. Into turn number three. Still in the same line. Buddy Baker in front. Kale Yarbrough second. They head to turn four. Well, Yarbrough's going to have to make up his mind right now. If he makes the wrong move on Baker, it's all over. If he tries for the inside group, here he comes. Down out of the fourth corner. Kale dives to the inside. He's a half a car length ahead of Baker as they move into the trial. It's Kale Yarbrough down low. A.J. Foyt comes up high. Three cars charging. 80,000 people screaming. And Kale Yarbrough is done it. 1999, Ricky Martin is red hot with Living La Vida Loca. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace set a blistering record at the box office, and Dale Jarrett smoked him in Virginia, winning the Pontiac Excitement 400 at Richmond Raceway, the first of four victories on the road to the championship. Doesn't have to worry about a whole lot of pressure again. Mark Martin is about seven car lengths behind him. Here's TJ going by Ricky Rudd, falling in behind Terry Labonte. Off turn four for the final time. First win of 1999 for Dale Jarrett. He comes to the start-finish line, takes the checkered flag, leads the final 31 laps to score the win in the Pontiac Excitement 400 at Richmond. 2012, fun is number one with We Are Young. 
The music world expresses unconditional love for Donna Summer as the queen of disco passes at the young age of 63. Fox viewers cast 90 million votes in season 11 of American Idol, narrowing the contest of Philip Phillips and Jessica Sanchez. And Jimmy Johnson made it no contest, starting second and leading 134 laps to capture the 200th team victory for Rick Hendrick in the Bojangles Southern 500 at Darlington Raceway. Jimmy Johnson off turn number two, six, seven, car lengths in hand. He's got half a lap before he hits the victory lane. Race fans now waving their hats wildly on the back straightaway. Johnson comes back to turn number three. Off turn number four, looking for the checkered flag of the Southern 500. It's been a long time in the making, but finally Jimmy Johnson gets it done, scoring the 200 Cup win for Hendrick Motorsports. Tonight, winning the Bojangles Southern 500. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. As we've talked a lot about on today's show, NASCAR's All-Star Race is Saturday, and drivers who haven't qualified have been getting their campaign pitches together for the annual fan vote. Here are some of those pitches to receive the vote from you. And Daniel Suarez wins. You know, it would be awesome to, to, to make it uh, with the fans. That would be very cool. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna drive my way in anyways. But uh, what I would like to 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 have you know support and, and to say that I make it for them. That was something very good. I feel like we have very fast race cars and I feel like we are gonna you know we were capable we're very capable to do it by by, by ourselves like we, like we have done in the last two years. Uh, but uh, honestly, I, I would like to say that uh, that the fans got me into the All Star race. So hopefully we can make that happen. Bubba Wallace wins at Michigan. Thanks for support. You know, hopefully we can make it in, but we got a lot of work to do to be competitive, so appreciate it. Up front, it is David Reagan all by himself. If you can't win a race and make the all-star race or win the showdown, well, you, yeah, I don't want to be voted in. Uh, that, you, so you won't like that. But I don't like the, the voting side. I mean, I think that's uh, – I never really have campaigned to be voted in. If I can't race my way in or win one of the open races, I want to go home and, and, and hang out in my misery. I don't want to be voted in. Yeah, so vote for someone else. Don't vote for me. And De Benedetto is around, a multi-car pileup. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that's what this uh, media availability is, is for. It's all the vote for Guido campaign, right? Um, and, uh, I mean, a lot of people seem we've made some yeah, big pushes in the past, but um, I've been fortunate for my, you know, um, popularity or my rise through the ranks to have, you know, risen here over the past few years. So I'm in the best spot of, or position I've ever been in, so I think we have the best shot. Um, by far this year to, to have the shot at winning that um, the fan vote. So and I've been asked in the past why it's so you know important to, to me and, and the race team. Um, but it is. It's a big deal. It's you know big for you know your your team, your sponsors, and everybody. So it is. It is an important deal. The fan vote ends Saturday, just before the All Star Race. Listen to MRN's coverage Saturday night to find out who will race among NASCAR's best in Charlotte. This has been the AutoZone Commercial Free Zone. Seeing your check engine light come on can be seriously frustrating, but the cause isn't always something serious. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you troubleshoot the likely cause. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Our thanks to Martin Truex Jr. for joining us this week. Also, we'd like to thank Todd Gordon, our Dave Moody, Alex Hayden, and Kyle Rickey, and for the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. 
Thank you so much for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. We'll talk to you right here next week. So long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida. And was brought to you by Bloomin' Monday at Outback Steakhouse and by Hercules Tires, right on our string. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Colbrin. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.